Hello, queen. You have a story to tell, and I want to help you tell it. Why? Because you matter. You are enough. You are loved, and you are worth it. I'm Tonya, best-selling author, coach, speaker, and realtor. We are all born, and ultimately, we will all eventually expire. And those are two dates that we have no control over. But that dash in the middle is ours to own. Up until a certain point in our lives, most of our story is written for us and colored by our experiences, the opinion of others, and our viewpoint of ourselves, or lack thereof. But when we get a glimpse of who God actually created us to be, we no longer settle for less than his best for us. We don't just go through the motions or casually spend our time. Life becomes more intentional, focused, and we show up fully present, unapologetically and authentically as ourselves. We start to write our own story from that point forward, positively impacting those around us and ensuring that we make our dash of life count. The journey of you is just that. It's your journey to purpose and how you are making your dash of life account. Being equipped to know who you are in Christ, empowered to embrace just being you, and encouraged to know that God's got you and you can walk in the plans he has for you. Here's your host, Tonya D. Bennis. Good morning, Journey of You family. How are you doing today? I know so often we hear, how are you doing? And most of the time we say, oh, I'm doing fine, or I'm good, or pretty good, or great. Sometimes you may mean it. Other times it's just easier to say that than it is to say how you're actually doing and how you're actually feeling. And so today, a couple different things were on my mind. And first, I want to tell you Ephesians chapter four, verse 32, be kind to one another, compassionate, forgiving each other, just as God in Christ also has forgiven you. And the reason I want to point that verse out, um, one, it was actually pointed out to me this morning, just as a reminder um, in one of our meetings, and the young lady who opened us up in prayer read that verse, and it stuck with me all day. And mostly because I always say that everyone has a story because that's true. Everyone has a story and you can look at it so many different ways. One, you can extend compassion to other people because you understand that everyone has a story. You can also get to a point that it's like, okay, are you going to move forward in purpose and be who God called you to be? Yes, I get it. That's your story, but it doesn't define you. It's not your identity. You can move forward in Christ. Like there's hope. He, he has plans for us for a future, and if we're trusting in him, we can get to it no matter what reality looks like in front of us. And so there are a lot of different ways that you can look at it. And so for me lately, I would say it's like a state of sadness, kind of like a cloak that I've been wearing for just far too long. And I know 110% that it's a trick of the enemy because my whole life, I have been an empower of other people. Like I've been a cheerleader and an encourager, literally on the sidelines at football and basketball, but also on the sidelines of life where I'm encouraging other people and uplifting them and empowering them to be all that God called them to be. And so it makes sense that that's where the enemy would try to attack or keep me from being encouraged because it makes it that much harder to encourage other people. And I'd say that's where he's wrong because 
it just kind of drove me to encourage other people even more just because if I felt like if they felt anything, even a hint of what I was feeling, that I'd want to give them the hope and encouragement that I needed. It reminds me of David in the Bible that even in his lowest times, he had to encourage himself. And I had to say that to myself just a couple of days ago of like, yes, it's tough and it's been a tough and a rough season, but you, you got to keep going. You have to keep going because you have a mission and a purpose and God has given you a specific thing that you've got to get done and you've got to do that because that's what he called you to do. And so today, again, <laughs> I want to encourage you just as I have to encourage myself. Life is not easy. Um, there can be some things that you go through that life happens that's just tough. It's very difficult. It's not easy to walk through. And that's okay. Um, it's expected. But you just don't want to get stuck. And I feel like I've been stuck in that state for too long. And I'm ready to change it. Nobody else can change it until you're ready to change it. And so I want to say that to you as well. I don't want you to feel pressured that somebody else is like, oh, you got to change this. You got to do that. Because no one is going to change until they're ready. And for me, I would like to not have that cloak of sadness anymore or not feel like that's the only thing that... I can think about or focus on. And so I just want it to be where that's no longer the constant emotion or the constant state of being or feeling, so to speak, because of course it's an emotion, but it's it's also a feeling and it can dictate every single thing else that you're feeling or thinking. And so being able to shift that to a more positive direction and that's where the focus has been, or that at least that's where it is now, is shifting it to that direction where certain things don't trigger you the same way or upset you the same way um, or frustrate or anything else that you may be feeling. And so that's where I want your focus to be today. One, to have compassion for other people that may be in that very same area, that that's what they're feeling. And it may not have anything to do with you, but maybe you're feeling the brunt of it or you're on the receiving end of it. Um, maybe intentionally, maybe accidentally. And so just sharing that same compassion that you wish that others would have for you. Um, because again, everybody's human and all going through different things and have different stories. And so you want to be mindful of that before you cast judgment or dismiss someone and their feelings. So today, if you find yourself feeling a similar state, Maybe it's not sadness, maybe it's frustration, maybe it's overwhelm because there's just way too many things on your calendar or way too many activities. It's okay. Right now, I want you to take a deep breath and breathe in and breathe out. Do it again. Breathe in and breathe out. Each time that you take a deep breath, I want you to remember that God's got you, that you don't have to be anyone's savior. Jesus already took care of that on the cross. And even in the midst of your feelings and emotions, it's totally okay for you to have those feelings. It's what you do with them that matters. 
You know, are you writing about it? Are you journaling about it? Are you talking to someone about it? You know, are you, do you have a therapist? I totally 110% think that is necessary, no matter what age you are, um, because you go through different stages and seasons of life. And you should be able to talk with someone about it to figure out what's best for you, what your next steps are, and get helpful tools to be able to work through some of those things that you're feeling so that you don't stay stuck in those feelings. But if you just hold it in and suppress it, it causes you to stay stuck longer. And so I want you to do that. And then think about what feeling you would like to have. So if it's sadness, maybe you want to be happy or have joy. If it's overwhelmed, maybe you'd like to have more freedom and less things on your calendar. And the best way for you to get started with that is to free up stuff on your calendar. It's okay to say no. That is totally a complete sentence. And so if 17 people are asking you to cook this or to be a part of this organization or to be a part of this committee or to come to this event or to host this, you don't have to do all of those things because you've got to take care of you first because you can't pour from an empty vessel. And no one can be you better than you. But if you have a lack of sleep, you're not well rested and you're constantly going, going, going. You don't have a chance to stop and just think and be able to reflect and determine what's best for you or what's the best next step. You don't have a chance to declutter your mind or even slow down your thoughts enough to be like, okay, God, what do you want me to do today? What are you trying to tell me? Because there's so much other noise drowning out his still small voice. And so that's the second thing I want you to focus on is, have you made time for you? Self-care, where you can spend that one-on-one time with God and be able to hear his voice and be able to clearly walk through your own thoughts and figure out and reflect what's best in this season. What do you need? Is it a walk every other day? Is it, um, you know, maybe you need to journal more often or pray or have time to read your scripture like, or to paint? or to write, (laughs) whatever it is that makes your soul tick, like that thing that just brings you joy where it's not stressful, that you do it without even thinking about it, or even if you weren't paid for it, it's like you want to do it. Those are some of the things that you need to be scheduling on your calendar and putting more space in there. And not only for you, but also for your kids. I, I think about so many times, especially when our older ones were little, that they were going from A to B, A to B, B to C, C to D, constant activities, constant things to do. And I understand now in retrospect how much anxiety that causes because they don't even have that time of rest. They're just used to constantly going, going, going. So they think they've got to keep that going. But in today's day and time, when so many things are vying for your attention and, you know, vying for your presence, you've got to have those moments of downtime where you are just sitting and interacting, spending quality time with God, quality time with yourself and quality time with your family, not constantly going from place to place to place. And so if overwhelm is where you're sitting today, that's what I would say is take the time to just sit and reflect, look at your calendar and think about what things are most important to you in life right now. What things do you want to keep on your calendar? Or do you like maybe need to keep on your calendar? And what are some things that you can say this season, we're going to set this one out. We're going to spend more time at home, spend more time together. We're going to just take some time to just be and be in each other's presence, not constantly going from here to here to here to here. Just so you have that chance to get refreshed and refill your own cup so that you can be that much of a better person to everyone that you're around and that you're serving. Um, The other one I said 
is if it wasn't a state of overwhelm or a state of sadness, maybe it's a state of frustration. Maybe things just aren't the way you want them to be right now, or it doesn't feel like it's going in the direction that you want it to go. That's okay. God knows the plans he has for us. Sometimes it doesn't always line up with the plans that we had, and that's okay. <laughs> I've been guilty of that myself. I understand. Um, so just taking that time to sit still and figure out what's the root cause of your frustration. What is making you be frustrated? Is it something where you're lacking in an area? Is it something where maybe there's not enough or there's too much? Or is it just not moving quick enough? Like figure out, pinpoint what's the source of that frustration. Because once you do that, then you can start planning out your steps of how to circumvent it or get on the other side of that frustration where you can see actual steps that you can walk through so that you don't stay stuck. And if at all you feel stuck, and you're like, I'm not sure what to do next or, you know, where to even start. Let's have a conversation and talk about it. You can easily email me at support at thejourneyofyou.net. We can talk about it there. You can head over to thejourneyofyou.net and we can book a free discovery call to talk about it. Or if you're like, you know what, I'd actually rather talk on the phone because that would be, you know, I like that one-on-one -on -one better, then we can do that too. Um, so you can give us a call at 678-310-4357. Again, at 678-310-4357, and we can continue the conversation. So I want you to be encouraged today and know that God sees you and he loves you. Remember, this is your journey. It's where your life begins. Thank you so much for tuning into today's show. I hope that you feel equipped, empowered, and encouraged to just be you authentically and unapologetically. No more merely just existing from day to day. It's time to get your joy back. It's time to remove the mask and uncover the real you. It's time to become who God created you to be and make your dash count. If you're ready to get unstuck and move forward in your God-given purpose, you can start right now. Today is the day. Head over to thejourneyofyou.net forward slash get unstuck. Again, that's thejourneyofyou.net forward slash get, G-E-T, unstuck, U-N-S-T-U-C-K. And begin your journey to just be you, be whole, and be free. Remember, this is your journey. It's where your life begins.